Blog Talk Radio. When it comes to your next event, the right speaker can have a huge impact on the energy interaction and success of your event and make you a superstar meeting planner. And here's the thing. There's a huge difference between a good speaker and a phenomenal speaker. Meet Brandon Draper, the motivational king for your next meeting, and he's going to ensure your event will start thinking forward. Brandon will set the tone for your event by inspiring your attendees and getting the crowd engaged. And he will make sure that when they get back out in the real world, they are equipped with a playbook, a best-selling book, Becoming Who You Should Be Despite Who You Are, a game plan for success, and a mindset to succeed. Brandon has been a professional speaker ever since his adolescent years, with multiple life-changing events under his belt. And he's a best-selling author, having done events for diverse companies like United Way, Morehouse School of Medicine, Reaching Beyond the Stars, Inc., Duke's Way Academy, Inc., and the Chamber of Commerce, and many more. With Brandon, the audience doesn't just listen, they learn. They take action by making different decisions, searching within themselves, and making commitments to take their performance to the next level. Brandon prides himself on connecting with the audience, while other speakers simply communicate a message that a monkey could deliver. Brandon is a strong leader, and thanks to his personalized approach, the content he presents will be much memorable, and you'll get a huge return on investment whether he's your opening speaker or closing speaker, or does both. Brandon will be the motivation your event needs and maximize the retention and profitability on your investment. Watch Brandon's demo to see him in action. Give him a call at 1-866-678-3391 to discuss your event or click the contact button at startthinkingforwardinc.com. to inspire oneself to greatness, to be an uncommon person in a world that's overcrowded with commonality. To figure out where you, as a person, belong in this world is one of the most underrated and hardly done complexities of time. It's a more common practice to be someone else in order to fit in instead of being a true original and fulfilling your purpose during this short-lived journey. What does it really mean to find yourself? What does it mean to become who you should be despite who you are today? What does it really take to be successful? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I know I have a solution that will forever transform your life if you're willing to leave who you are behind and walk in to who you're destined to be. You already know your purpose in life because everything you need is within you, but you have not recognized the greatness and potential within you. In the words of Paulo Coelho out of The Alchemist, tell your heart that the fear of suffering is worse than the suffering itself, and that no heart has ever suffered when it goes in search of its dreams, because every second of the search is a second's encounter with God and with eternity. So, what are you in search of today? Obviously, if you're looking at this video, you're not content with your station in life, because in your heart and in your soul, you truly believe that there has to be more. This is a question that I too struggled with for over 23 years of my life. To know that you're more, but don't know how to align the pieces in a way to bring you true fulfillment with who you are. To understand and to realize that you can be successfully wrong, because success doesn't necessarily bring fulfillment. 
Fulfillment comes from knowing yourself and knowing your why. Because when you know your why, you can discover the way. Let's take a step back and ask ourselves, if we had access to information that could change the course of our lives, would we receive it or would we write it off as similar to the way life writes off the majority of people because they don't inspire to be great? The people who settle to template, to shell, and become copycats of others. Passion Purpose Mindset Academy was designed to give you interpersonal results off of sound doctrine of leadership and sound knowledge to inspire you to become who you should be despite who you are. Based off the Amazon best-selling book, Becoming Who You Should Be Despite Who You Are, the thinking forward approach to purpose and fulfillment. Now what would you rather have, caviar or sardines? Now before you answer that question, most likely you're a person of moderate to above average success or you may have never succeeded at anything and you're looking for that one thing that's going to revolutionize your business or increase your income. I have another question for you. Would you rather be a so-called entrepreneur with a dead-end business that doesn't produce any results or revenue, or would you rather be a true business owner that's impacting your clients' lives, creating results, and creating a positive cash flow that's going to allow you the time and freedom you deserve? Are you tired of investing your time in hard-earned money and products and services that over-promise and under-deliver? Well, guess what? So are your clients. It's not about transmitting information, but about transformational ideas that ultimately impact everyone you come in contact with. Helping your business and your personal life become what it should be, despite what it is today. So, what's the solution? Well, welcome to Passion Purpose Mindset Academy where we offer solutions from a realistic, down-to-earth perspective. No fluffery, no gimmicks, no backflips. You'll learn about the vision of leadership, the best investment ever, the toll bridge of life, life emails, and the perpetual time syndrome. Those are only a few of the many modules discussed within the Academy. Once enrolled at the Passion Purpose Mindset Academy, you'll receive a digital copy of the best-selling book, Becoming Who You Should Be, Despite Who You Are a 27-page workbook, a private Facebook community and forum where you can contact and interact with others within the course and the creator himself. You'll also get three one-hour private one-on-one mastermind coaching sessions, a $5,000 value alone with the best-selling author and leadership strategist Brandon L. Draper, better known as the Motivational King, plus other bonuses. So why not take what you already love to do, which is your passion, and align it with your purpose and then polish it with mindset corrective training to complete that glowing finished product. Stop living with the pain and frustration of not aligning yourself with the information you need to position you for success. Act today before we increase the price of our enrollment an additional $1,500. And just remember, you're one decision and one action away from success. So what will it be? Just click the enroll button now and forever change your life. Guys, today is a challenge. It is a challenge. It is a challenge. But we're not going to let the challenge hold us back. We've got to let the challenge push us forward and give us the momentum that we need to keep on going. 
a lot of challenges in this life. There's a lot of daily challenges, a lot of weekly challenges, a lot of monthly challenges, a lot of yearly challenges, and a lot of life challenges. What challenges do you have in your life right now? Um, today has been off and on with rain and so much stuff going on. Um, but today we got a positive message. A couple of things that I wanted to uh, talk to you about. The first thing we wanna, I want to talk about real quick is the quote of the day. And one of the quotes says, Strength and growth come only through continuous effort and struggle. And that's by Napoleon Hill. And the second quote is, Without continual growth and progression, such words as improvement, achievement, and success have no meaning. Benjamin Franklin. Now, every time, every every Wednesday, we have these shows. And about going on a year now, we've been having this show. We've named it two different times. Changed the name of it. it was, one time it was Hump Day Motivational Call, and then I changed it because I was like, well, every day is Hump Day. I just Wednesday. Um, that's just something that we put in our minds to help us deal with things and say it's hump day. But every day is hump day. Um, I didn't want to get people confused because, you know, there's a lot going on and people have a tendency to um, measure themselves based upon what's being said. And I just didn't want to have people just saying, oh, yeah, I fall into that same picture where it's just hump day, hump day, hump day, hump day. So we changed into the Motivational King radio show. And then I thought about it again. I'm like, you know, everyone calling me the Motivational. And I'm like, you know, what does that really mean? So one of the things I want to play up tonight is understanding the difference between motivation, inspiration, knowledge. I don't really claim to be a motivational speaker. Now, the words that I may give you may motivate you, um, but I am the type of speaker, I am the type of writer where I want to give you information, knowledge, sound doctrine, and get you excited about it to the extent that you feel like you move walls. Not moving walls just because I told you so, but because I helped you align your mindset in a way that now you you've gotten concrete information. You're you're steadfast in what you in what you know. And then you can go and create some action and some momentum in your life. Now a lot of people do the complete opposite in this industry where they go out and they think that they can get some flattery words and you know, and I always say that anyone can motivate someone for a, a moment or a minute or or a day, or maybe a couple of days, and you know, maybe even a week. But if it's not really backed up by anything, then what are you giving people? Second part of that is, you know, when you're delivering your message, whether you're in this industry or you're in another business or whatever it's doing, whatever you're doing, you have to be authentic. And I hear a lot of people using that. And, and as a friend of mine, um, and, I, and I met her through. Les Brown, and her name is Anita Hicks, and she wrote a book called The Authentic Self, Finding Your Authentic Self, and that's her main message that she perpetuates. 
over and over and over about your authentic self. And I got an opportunity to, to read that book. And I also got an opportunity to read Brandon Bouchard's Motivation Manifesto. I've got an opportunity to read Brandon Bouchard's um, Millionaire Messenger. And, I mean, there's a lot of positive information in, in, in these different books. One of the things that I, that I learned is truly what it means to be in your authentic, uh, being in your authentic space. Now, there's a lot of copycats. There's a copycat. I have a friend that's a DJ. A lot of copycat DJs. I got a friend that's an artist. There's a lot of copycat artists. People steal your work and, and, and just manipulate what you're trying to do. And with that being said, it's like in order for you to be authentic, you really got to be authentic, meaning you got to stop trying to be like other people. I'm not trying to be like Les Brown. I'm not trying to be like um, Tony Robbins or whatever. You know, I'm trying to be myself, and I'm trying to convey a message that's going to resonate with you, that's going to connect with you, not just communicate. John Maxwell wrote a book, you know, everyone everyone communicates, but you connect. I want to make the connection with you that's going to forever change your life. And I don't want to be a parakeet repeating, you know, information that other people have already said, things that people have already done, not because it's not profound, but it's because it's original thought. It's their original thought. So why can't you and I create original thought because at the end of the day, those people were able to touch people's lives in different aspects and in different ways, but through their voice, through their quotes, through their rhetoric, they were able to connect. So what makes you think that you're not good enough to create that with someone else or the audience that wants to follow you? And I have a lot of people that struggle with that. I hate when I keep seeing the same stories and keep seeing the same quotes and and if you listen to some people talk, man, it sounds like the same person. And people don't see it. You know, it's, it's like, you know, my, my DJ friend, if, if he's out spinning and he's spinning the same mixes that other DJs are spinning, eventually people are going to figure out, like, you know, this guy's not original. He's always stealing other people's mix. But what he does is he spends countless hours and hours and hours creating his own stuff. Why? Because he wants to be original. He wants his mixes to stand out above other people because somehow people think that they can just slip through the cracks and, and just do stuff like that and don't get caught. But I'm telling you, it's really having that integrity to be able to grow within yourself. So you know what? If, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it all the way, and I'm going to be original at it. I'm going to have original thought. I'm not going to just copy other people's stuff. But people, people know, especially a person that reads a lot, they know. They know if it's original thought or they know that you're just sitting there copycatting other people. People know, and people will smell you out for what you are because you're not original. You don't have original thought. You have no original ideas. You cannot move forward with that. So today's message really is about growing in the direction that you want to go in, being authentic at it. So the academy that we got, that we created is, Passion, purpose, mindset. Let's talk about that a little bit and what that means. You know, there's a lot of different passions that you may have in your life, things that really excite you. And you're trying to find your purpose, and oftentimes what we found out is that your passion usually is somewhere aligns with your purpose in life. 
But what we found out is that even if you find, you figure out your passion is your purpose, now you got to think a certain way to, to carry it to the next level. Because if you know your, if you got a passion, you figure it out now, it becomes your purpose, but you're thinking the wrong way. You think that you don't have the capability to take it to the next level. It's no different than the 10-speed bike. And I use this story. It's my story. Um, and I, I, I challenge anyone to go try to find it, but it's a 10-speed story. That's my story. It's the original story. The 10-speed bike is like everyone in life, you're born, you have life, you have breath in your body, you have a 10-speed bike, which allows you to maneuver through life. Now, with the 10-speed bike, it allows you to go up and down gear. That allows you to shift when you're going uphill, allows you to shift again if you're going downhill. You know, if you're going uphill, it's going to be a little struggle thing to put in a, you know, uh, a, a lower gear to, to help you get up the hill without having to get off the bike. But everyone has the, the same capability. But the question is, does everyone realize that capability? Because it's, even if you have a 10-speed bike, but you don't realize that you have the ability to change gears during a transitional period, you then will not make it through the transitional period the way you intended. A lot of us that may be listening to the show tonight may be going through a cycle or going through a turn, a major turn in their life. And they're trying to figure out where they fit in in the midst of everything. They may be trying to figure out, well, why things aren't working out for me. And it's not because they're not passionate about what they do. It's not because they haven't found their purpose, but it's because they're not thinking the right way. Just today, I was on a, a pastor's page, and the pastor was saying that they, they're, they're tired of, of going through the struggle, you know, going through the ups and downs, and... Um, I had to just stop for a moment, and I said, what am I going to say to this pastor today that's going to change the way that she looks at me? And I said, you know, I, too, think have thought the same way before. When times get difficult, I don't care who you are, how much motivation you got going through your blood and your veins, how many books you read, how many lectures you tend to, at the end of the day, when... Life is going to beat you up sometimes where it doesn't matter how many books you read. doesn't matter how many lectures. doesn't matter how pumped up you are about life. That sometimes it just gets under your skin just a little bit, and you get freaking frustrated. You get tired. And it's at those moments you want to give up because you get tired of fighting. It's like, wow, maybe I should just do what everyone else is doing. Maybe that's a lot easier to do. Maybe that's the better way of doing it because it seems like people that's doing it that way are a lot less stressed. So I thought about it, and I, and I thought hard. And I thought about my friend that I read a lot of his books. I, I thought about it for a second. I thought about Earl Nightingale. I said, man, he has some really good thoughts about this. I thought about Napoleon Hill. But the, the one idea that came to my head, what I was going to say to her was, I said, don't stop. Now, when you're three feet away from goal. Now, this might be some of you guys that on the comment have heard this story. It's not my story. It's not my original story, but it's a great story. 
it's a story, and I'm going to, you know, sum it up. I don't want to go in great detail about it, but it's a, it's a simple story to get a concept to you about three feet away from gold. There was a gentleman that bought some land, um, and he happened to to buy this land and was one day was wandering on the land and saw some, some what he seems to him to be gold. He, he started digging and found some more gold. Um, so what he did was he kind of covered it back up, went back home, told a couple of his friends and family about him finding this, this area of, of gold. Family, neighbors, and all these people got together, put some money together, got the right equipment to mine this gold. Did this for a period of time. They made some good money. And all of a sudden, the gold just disappeared. Gold disappeared. And now they got kind of frustrated, you know, you know, they're on the verge of getting all their bills paid, being out of debt and, and everything. Now the gold goes away. So in disappointment, uh, they wind up selling all the mining equipment to, to a local um, person in town, person, really uneducated guy, nobody of consequence. Most people would just write him off. But he was just a little bit more smarter than average because when he didn't know something, he was the type of person that would seek out the information. So he found out about the site and the piece of land and all this equipment he had. So he didn't know anything about gold and he didn't know anything about extracting gold. So he went and hired someone that knew about extracting gold, understood the land, and understood engineering. And he gets this guy to go in there. He starts looking at the land and really understands how gold works. And what, and what, he, what the guy discovered was that, hey, you know, what your former owners didn't understand is that there's this thing called fault line. And when there's fault line, that it can interfere with the production of gold. So basically, where they were digging at for the gold, if the only thing they had to do was shift it three feet to the right, and the gold line would have picked right back up. So what you don't want to do is stop three feet away from gold. There are so many people that are three feet away from gold that's been sowing seeds for years, months, years, decades, and they're about to quit because it's getting a little difficult because they're tired of it. Let me explain something to you. As long as you have breath in your body, life is going to be difficult. Don't ask me why. In the words of Jim Rohn, it's just the mysteries of the mind. No one knows why we have to have the struggle, why they have to be the protagonist and the antagonist. Someone really knows why. Just understand that it is what it is. It's all in how we negotiate through it. It's not a matter of what happens to us in life. It's a matter of how we handle what happens to us. Now, most people would say that's a lot easier said than done, and I would agree with you. I'm nodding my head north to south because it is a lot easier to say that than it is to do. It is very hard. It's very difficult when everything seems to be collapsing around you and you still have to maintain a level of awareness keep on moving forward. But I'm here to tell you that if you expect to have anything great in this life, that you have to go through some type of struggle. It won't be easy. There's a lot of people right now that, that want large sums of money and I always ask people that want money or they're working for a good bit of money, what is your why? Because if you know your why, then you can find the way. You can't find the way if you don't know your why. It's impossible. 
You have to know your why. And your why has to be something bigger than yourself. Because it has to be your ultimately your calling. What is it that you want more than anything? You know, and money can't be the, the driving factor. It can't just be financial. Now, I'm not saying you don't want financial. Everyone wants financial. But think about the people's lives that you will impact by having the financial. That's the why. How many people can you help? How many people can you house or close? How many how many lives can you change? Just outside of just feeding people and clothing people like you know, how many how many people will want to change the, the dynamics of their family to really and truly the legacy? What does it really mean to you? Finding that why. How do you find that why? Find the momentum to carry you to the next level. Now I hate getting on anything and, and just scratching the surface. Anyone that knows me, I like to dive deep. I'm not the type of type of person that uh, talks abstractly about stuff, and so I'm definitely not a definitely not a teacher. And, and there's nothing wrong with teachers or anything like that, but I'm more of a consultant. And I like to dive deep. I don't like to just teach principles. That's what we learn in school. It's back the surface, and that's why you know nothing nothing wrong with being a teacher or a lecturer, whatever. I think it's one of the most honorable professions out there, but I believe that they get truly underpaid um, because they're, you don't even have to know the subject in which you teach. And that's why they get paid the, the the amount that they get paid based upon what society values their worth. So when you're a consultant or, you know, you're considered an expert in a field, you have a tendency of getting paid. And one of the things that you must learn as, as being an expert in your field, I don't care what it is, there's a couple of things you need to do. One of them is that you need to be in the top 5%, meaning that if I'm looking for whatever it is, profession that you do, meaning if I type your name into Google on a search engine or if I go to a bookstore and I look on that subject matter, you should be there because you need to be in the top 5% because that is where the money is at. That's where the success is at. That's where the change is at. You want to have that type of recognition. One of the hardest things that people have, have trouble dealing with is networking. Most people don't know how to network. And someone will kind of talk about that today when we talk about growth. And people still don't know how to network. Everyone thinks they know how to network. They haven't read any books about networking. They think networking just of passing out a business card or, or what have you and really don't know what relationship building. Um, I, I've noticed a lot of business owners don't even know what a CRM is. Uh, a lot of business owners don't know what autoresponders are. Um, and most of them don't have a sales funnel. You know, statistics show us right now that there are people that were New York Times bestselling authors that are broke today. Um, there, there are people that went on Oprah Winfrey's show, got their 15 minutes of fame, and they're broke today. Um, they weren't able to do anything with the time that they got. And then you may be asking, well, how is that? Because they don't know how to network. They don't know how to have, how to have systems in place. And that's what we're going to talk about is how can you be on Oprah Winfrey's show, get your 15 minutes of fame and be broke? Because guess what? You don't have a funnel. You didn't have a way of capturing anyone's information. You had no way of building a relationship with people. So how do you expect? So someone goes to your site real quick, and they look up your information, if you even have a website. I know a lot of business owners don't even have a website. 
So you don't even have a website, or if you do have a website, you have no way of capturing someone's information. So what are you giving to people? And your site has to be very informative. Has to be able to give something, give a person something of value right away in order for them to want to exchange information with you. Well, what are you going to give me, Mr. Expert, Mr. Mr. Businessman, Mr. Businesswoman? What are you going to give me a value that that's going to perpetuate me or want me or, or create this uh, energy in me that want me to exchange my information? And most of us miss that. A lot of business owners miss that concept because they simply believe that if I put it there, if I put it out there, people are going to come. It's equivalent to you opening up a store that sells the best coffee, donuts, hamburgers, the best food in the world in the middle of a desert. Unless someone happens to walk through, they're not going to find you. And not the thing, you're not going to be relevant because I'm not walking in the desert to find your place. So you're not relevant to me. You're not in my, my market. And that's another key, key, another key question we're talking about is a lot of people don't even know what their market is. Now, don't get it misconstrued when I say this. A lot of people don't know their market. And some people will say, well, everyone's in my market. This can help everyone. And I laugh at that because I used to think the same way. Everyone's in my market. I have a great product. I inspire people to greatness. Well, let me tell you something. Yeah, that may be true. You may have a product that can service everyone in the world, but I promise you, you don't have the asset or the resources uh, to be able to market everyone in the world. So why go out and do something or promote something to someone that's absolutely not in position to to want to get what you put now? So there's a lot of people that need motivation, inspiration. There's a lot of people that need the book that you're possibly going to write, but there's not, a, there's not a large scale of people that's willing to do that, that's willing to buy. So the question you must ask yourself is, one, you know, who is in my target market? What is the range of people and why do I want to go after these segment of people? Well, for instance, I say, for instance, I say, you know, my target market is 30 to 65. Well, the reason I, you know, but like I said, like, this all comes from your personal, what you believe, and you're trying to find, target certain people. Why do I pick 30 instead of let's say 22 or 20. Well, I, I've been 20 before. I've been 25 before. And I, at those ages, I don't think a lot of people are ready to, to do a lot of personal development at that point. Now, am I saying that there, there's not isolated people that want to? No, I'm not saying that. But I know for the most part, being that age, knowing people that are that age today, is that most people, the light bulb, proverbially, does not go off to about 30. Meaning, hey, I need to get my stuff together. I may need to be start learning some new concepts. I may need to learn how to invest, how to strategize, and get my life where it wants to be. That happens relatively around 30. That's what I've seen. Now, some people may disagree with that, but that's my market because I feel that people really start getting serious about their life around about 30. Um, and then 30 on... Definitely, you know, as, as the older you get in your 30s, closer you move to 40, people are definitely a lot more serious. So that is my target. I made a conscious decision why. I know why. Because I know that if I target 18-year-olds to 25, they're in college. So unless I'm in that, and if that, unless I choose that to be my target, you know, that's going to be kind of hard to convey, especially the message that I'm putting out is not really geared towards college kids and more deals towards 
professionals and people that are doing it. So when you're trying to figure out what it is that you're doing in your market, you have to strategize and say, why am I talking to this particular market? Why am I choosing to put my marketing in front of these particular people? Because at the end of the day, in order for you to perpetuate your message, let's be honest, you got to make money. You have to make money. You can't keep, can't keep doing stuff over and over and over. You're putting out money to promote your message, and it's the wrong crowd of people. You get no return. Eventually, you get out of business. Don't care how passionate you are. That's just going to be real. I don't care how passionate about it you are. I don't care how um, enthusiastic you're about it, how much you say that you're calling and, and all that stuff. Let me tell you something. Uh, it could be your calling, but if you have no money coming in, eventually it's not. You're going to find a way to convince yourself that it's not. That's why you have a lot of people that are in business that are still working another job because they, in order for them to sustain themselves, they have to work the other job. So you cannot, can't work your business like a hobby and expect, expect it to pay you like a business. So what you find is that a lot of people still work the, the regular job because they have not figured out the way or have the structure in place to have the business working for them, which ultimately hinders them from growing. Because at the end of the day, you got to do what you got to do to survive, but at the same time, what information are you putting inside of you to increase your value so that you can do exactly what it is that you want to do? And let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, it takes a lot of hard work, it takes a lot of research to figure that out and drill down on that in order for you to get the results in your life that you want and you need. It is not simple. But what a lot of people do is they write so many things off. They write things off as if it does not even matter. You can't say you're in business and you write off the, the concept of marketing. You can't say that you're, you're serious about something. You just write it off. Well, I'll get to it whenever. I'll get to it whenever. And, and, don't, and, and one of the biggest concepts of winning in business is that we see ourselves being in business. We want to be in business. And we feel like other people should be in business. And, and we push them to tell you something. The worst thing you can do, there, there are business owners and there's people that's going to work for business owners. You can't take a person that wants to always work with someone try to turn into a business owner. I don't care if it's your family, your friends. Some people just got their mindset, they got their beliefs. Don't try to force someone to do something they don't want. If that's what you want in your life, you want to be a business owner, you want to be a person, let it be because what happens is that one of you guys are going to switch thinking. And nine times out of the ten, <laughs> if you're not strong enough, you're going to wind up thinking like them because they're not going to, most of those people are not going to change what they believe and how they, how they deal with stuff because to them, it makes more sense to have a nine to five and be able to pay your bills in time um, or maybe struggle, but at least it gives you stability. Well, I might be living paycheck to paycheck, but I know I'm getting paid every two weeks. As a business owner, hmm, you know, you're work, you know, you're working your own schedule, but at the same time, you know, you're not getting paid consistently. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really know if I if that's for me. You know, that's not consistent. Yeah, we both will be. I mean, think about it like this, guys. It's a trade-off. Either you decide to work with someone, and you're still behind on your bills, and you're still struggling, or working yourself, you're still struggling behind on your bills, but. Well, the other person looks at it like, well, that may be true, but at least I'm guaranteed to check every two weeks unless they fire me. With your job, if you don't do certain things, then you just don't get paid, period. 
So that's why a lot of people just can't, they can't move forward and they never come up with a strategy because they never have enough money. And I told, talking to one of my friends, and I was like, look, dude, look, it's never going to be a good time to do anything. Never going to be a good time to open your business. Never going to be a good time to do anything in life. Never going to be a good time to write a book. Never going to be a good time to start a seminar. Never going to be a good time to do anything. Just do it anyway. Just do it anyway. Just do it now because today is going to be never than tomorrow. I can tell you exactly what the next five years is going to be like just by having a brief conversation with you. Because whatever your life was for the last five years, it's going to be the same thing for the next five years if you don't change things. Things are going to be just about the same as they always been. Doesn't change. Life doesn't change anymore. Every so, every eight to ten years, the market changes, and everyone loses their money. And, and you know, well, I'm not gonna say that. I take that back. Not everyone loses their money. The money gets trans, trans. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The money gets sent to another area or another sector. But the money doesn't go anywhere. It just gets transferred to a, to another to, to other people. Every eight to ten years, that happens. Things are gonna be about the same as they always been. Things don't change that much unless people change. So I can tell you what the next five or ten years are going to look like based on a brief conversation with you. I get on a lot of my friends, especially ones that are real close to me, and I get on like, dude, you got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got to do that. And they're like, man, why do why you like this? Like, what is this problem? And the reason is because I know for a fact if nothing changes, nothing is going to change. And if you keep putting stuff off for the next day, how you do something, how you do everything. Some people don't believe that. Just like how you set up appointments and you don't make them, that's how you do everything in your life. How you say you're going to have a meeting and you don't, and you don't schedule them, that's how you're going to do everything else. How you, don't, you say you're going to do one thing and do the other, that's how you do everything else. And that's how people see how you do it. So you're a business owner. You're doing. You're saying this is what's going to happen. I'm ready. We're going to do it. I know I've been messing up lately, but this is this is new way. I'm I'm changing. People, oh man, she's on fire. He's on fire. We about to change. And the next day you come in thirty minutes late. And you know what? He's full of crap, man. Said talked all that crap yesterday, man. Back to the same old already. And those are people you get mad at and say, well, they ain't moving for me. They ain't doing this. Everybody said they were riding with me. They ain't riding with me because they don't see you riding. No one's going no one's gonna follow you if they don't see you riding. Why am I going to ride if you're not riding? You will be doing more work than me because guess what? There's one thing you got to learn in leadership as a business owner, as a person in life, a leader of your family, whatever it is that you're doing, that your kids, your peers, your your people that follow you are only going to do half of what you do. Only half of what you do. So you think about that for a second. If they're only going to do half of what you do and you're not doing nothing, ooh, ooh, ooh. how far do you think your business is about to roll? How far do you think your family, how's a person that gets real motivated and setting on a change the dynamics of their family but not willing to change their attitude? Sometimes it's just a minor shift. What it is, a lot of people believe that they have a whole lot to do when they really only got small little changes to do, small calculations that would forever change their life if they only were to do the small things. And what I'm what I'm protesting to you today is that if you can make the small changes in your life, you can make an impact. So 
stop going for such the, the big things because the big things, if you have enough enough small things, how in the world are you going to do the big things? You can't forever change your life just by saying you're going to forever change your life. Well, what's the number one problem in my life? What is the one small thing I can start doing? Can I start reading a book every morning? Can I start being accountable every day? What is it that I can do at the smallest level that over time is going to compound into something great that I actually can make a change in my life? You can fool everybody else, but the one person you can't fool is yourself. Let me tell you something. I'm raising my hand on that one because I went so many years fooling myself, at least attempting to. But it's a part of you, the inside of you, that don't believe the crap that you're pushing out to it. You can't say you got it figured out in your pockets to turn it inside out. Your subconscious saying you're crazy. We know it's not working. You're not all that good. I'm telling you. Your subconscious is talking to you. Your heart is talking to you like, dude, we're not that good. Because if we were, why are our pockets turned inside out? Why are we in this small apartment? Why are we doing this? Why, is it, why does the car that we drive look like this? Maybe it's time for us to reevaluate that small voice in the back of your head, start speaking to you and say, you know what, maybe we need to change something. And then you're going to try to, that, that loud voice, about the voice that you talk every day, we're going to go, oh, no, we're good, we're good, we're good. It's a matter of time. Matter of time, you're sometimes going to matter of time of what? We've been doing the same thing for the last five years and nothing has changed. We're driving the same car, we're living in the same place, and we're doing the same thing. Either we need to change or you just, you know, just sometimes saying, well, maybe you just, you're just stupid. And that's how we start talking to ourselves. Now, maybe I'm the only one that, that, that does that, and I'll, I'll raise my hand. Maybe I'm the only one, but I, I really seriously doubt it. We start thinking we're stupid or we're incapable of doing something because we don't get the results that we want. Hear me? We don't get the results that we want, but the reason we ain't getting the results that we want is because we're not changing nothing. We're not doing anything. We won't say that we're not doing nothing. We, in our mind, think we're still changing. We're making changes in our life. We're doing something different, but we're really not. So then we start tricking ourselves to believe that we're just not successful because we're incapable. Woo! Now, I knew I may have hurt someone's feelings or stepped on some toe, but let me tell you something. I'm not pointing at you. I'm pointing at myself. Because I did that. Man, I'm making so many progress. I'm making, let me tell you something. The inflation of your pocketbook, your wallet, does, does not suffice success. Does not suffice to change. You can be successfully wrong. You can be sincerely wrong. So at the end of the day, you have to understand success is not measured by the amount of, of accolades and cars and houses you can accumulate over the years. That's not the measure of success. There's a lot of failures. There's a lot of people that are multimillionaire failures. Because success is not measured on what type of car you drive, what kind of house you live in, how much money you got in your account. And that's not the measure of success. The measure of success is about capability. It's about capability. What are you capable of doing? If you're out there in the world right now and you're making $5,000 a year, and I ask you the simple question, I say, is that the best you can do? And you say, yes, let's, get a, let's go down Party City. Let's go and get some balloons. Let's have a party. Let's call the DJ. We're going to have a blast. Because you gave it your all your success. 
in the words of Art Williams, he said back in the day, he said, all you can do is all you can do. All you can do is all you can do, and all you can do is enough. All you can do is all you can do. That's the ultimate maximum. You can't do no more than all you can do. That's it. There's no more. You cannot do no more. So if you're giving it your all, how can you not be a success? Now, someone looking on the outside can say, well, that's not my goal, and that's cool, but that was their goal, and that's the most that they can give, and they ain't giving it all. So how can you not say that person's success? But I tell you what, who's a failure is a person that makes them $2 million a year, and they're capable of making 10 but they choose to sell and they make two. That's a failure because they're capable of doing more, but they choose not to. But most people consider them a success because of the vehicle they drive and the house that they live in. Success is measured from the inside, not the outside. It's internal. Your why is self-described. Your purpose is self-described. I mean, what you're going to, a lot of us say, well, you know, the first so-and-so was born a leader. No, you become a leader. You get made a leader. You transform yourself into a leader. Others pour inside of you. You seek the information that pushes you to the next level. Someone said it to me the other day. Well, you've got extensive training being a leader. A lot of them were trial and error. Yes, it's true. I have a military background, spent some years in the military, but a lot of them were trial and error. You can't be afraid of, of, to fail. You got to fail forward. You cannot be afraid to fail. Let me tell you something. I failed a lot more than I succeeded at it, uh, just about everything I've done in life. And what you will find is that most of your successful, affluent people in life have failed a whole lot more than they ever succeeded. But now that you see their success is so big, but how many times did they fail to get there? Now, the difference between failing and failure. Understand, there's a big difference between failing and failure. If you go to the doctor and they tell you your heart is failing, meaning that your heart is not the optimum potential, meaning that it may only be at 30 40 50 60% output. But that's not the same conversation you would have if you had heart failure. Heart failure, meaning that you're most likely dead your heart stops. You know? A lot of us hear that word, well, you're going to heart failure. Well, no, no. It's gradually declining, but it's failing, not a failure. Failure is over. Your computer has a failure. It doesn't start up. It doesn't move. Failure stops. So that means once you decide that you're going to stop moving in the intended direction, you're a failure. It stops pumping. It stops going. That's what a failure is. Failing meaning that you may be gradually slowing down. But if you do, if you put the right things in your mix, you can gradually start speeding back up and getting the momentum that you need. You can't be afraid of fail, of failing in life. You should always you be terrified of failure, because, but that's a decision that you make. That's an internal thing. Only you decide when you want to be failure when you want to reach that level of failure because you quit. You quit on yourself. You quit on your belief that you can't do it because things get a little difficult, things get a little hard. But you fail to understand that that's, that's just life. Life is not going to go any harder on you just because there's something special about you. Life is not going to go any easier on you. So there are people that come in this world, it seems like they've been spawned into the right environment, 
at the right place at the right time with the right family. They have all the resources in the world. But all the time what we find out is those people ain't going to do anything with them. You take a person with humble beginnings. You take somebody that lives in poverty, never had anything, a wealth, and they turn around and forever change other people's lives, become a multimillionaire. It's because of what they want and what was instilled in them, the principle. Everyone wants to leave a leave a, a a good amount of money for their family when they leave. But how about leaving your family a good set of principles and beliefs? How about leaving them a good portfolio that they can follow that is going to forever perpetuate your family's brand, ever perpetuate the legacy that you started? Money just money is just only a small factor in the equation. If you're able to harness and figure out everything else that surrounds it, you're going to win. One of the books I suggest you reading before we get ready to wrap up tonight's call is um, Tony Robinson's book, Mastering the Money Game. Awesome book. Awesome book to harness money, to understand what it is and what it isn't. Something I wish I'd known years ago. For today, I'm 30, 30, you're going to be 31 in a couple more months. So life is going by fairly quickly. What are you going to do this year? Today is April 29th. We're getting ready to go into the, to the second month in the second quarter. There were things that you set your heart out January 1st of this year. And, yes, if you're hearing this, I'm saying it again. I'm going to keep on reminding you. I'm going to keep on saying it. I know it's probably get something in your skin, but there's some things you said this year that you were going to do that you haven't done, and now we're, getting re- we're already in the second quarter. Now we're going to be in the second month in the second quarter. So guess what? You got this month and another month, and guess what? Now we're in third quarter. You haven't made any touchdowns yet, but you're surely giving a lot of interceptions. You're surely fumbling the ball a whole lot. You're letting the team... They touchdowns on you, and you still haven't challenged that. You said you wanted your 2015 not to look like your 2014, but maybe you're just fooling yourself because you surely ain't fooling everyone else. Nothing changes if nothing changes. When are you going to make the change this year to change your life? I got seven more minutes with you, and these, seven, and these next seven minutes, I'm going to try to connect with you on a whole other level to let you know that everything that you put your mind to, you can accomplish. But you got to believe, and I also want to scratch the surface with it. I don't want to scratch the surface and tell you something I read out of a book. I'm not gonna, I don't want to scratch the surface and tell you something that I heard on YouTube. I'm telling you from experience that everything you need is within you. You don't have the resources. You don't have the money to do it. Stop making excuses for it to get creative. Some of the most Successful people and businesses in this country, in this world, when they didn't have the resources, they didn't have the financial backing, they became really, really creative. When's the last time you got creative at what you do? Or do you keep making excuses for going months and months and months and months without doing anything? You can't keep making the same excuses. Well, guess what, guys? I, what what about you feel like coming up here tonight, which I didn't? Oh, yeah, I, I'm sick, but guess what? I love what I do so much, I even do it when I'm sick. 
I even do it when I don't feel good. Because number one, I do it because I love you that much, and I want to I want to connect with you on a level that pay is possible. Because there was a time in my life when things were so dead gone dark, so dismal that I could not see, and all I needed was someone to breathe some life into me. And tonight, that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to breathe some life into you. No matter the setbacks you will face, understand that you still can pick up the ball. You still can run the play, but you got to set up a strategy on how you're going to do it. My question to you tonight, what is your strategy for success? Is it just a bunch of whimsical thinking? Are you just staring at a, a dream board, repeating non-sequential mantras? When are you going to put the action that's required to take your life to the next level? When you see other people that's doing the same thing as you, why do you want to be like them? Be the original. Everyone, it's about 98% of people die as copycats because being a copycat is cool. Be yourself. Be an original. So what? Somebody's going to say, some of the, let me tell you something, some of the most uncommon people are some of the most successful people. It's okay to be uncommon. I'm a very uncommon person. I stay up late. I work hard at what I'm doing. I'm very uncommon. Most people are not willing to do that because they, they make every excuse in the book. Well, I'm tired. Yes, I'm always going to be tired. Why am I going to sleep? Because I'm just tired. You got to have discipline about you. You got to be willing, if you want it bad enough, what discipline, what are you willing to do? How hard are you willing to push yourself? Are you just going to go see because you're tired? I'm tired. I'm tired. When are you going to be tired of living the life you live? When are you going to get tired of living in the apartment you're living in? When are you going to get tired of driving the car you're driving? When are you going to get tired of passing by people and seeing them in pain and can't do nothing about it? When are you going to get tired about that? When are you going to get tired when a child comes and you ask him for 50 cents and you're a grown man or woman you can't even give him 50 cents? But you don't even have it for yourself. When do you get tired of that? When do you get tired of driving your little piece of contraption down the street and you see hundreds of people walking and you can't give them nothing if you wanted to? When do you get tired of that? But you're so doggone tired. You in your 30s, you in your 40s, guess what? 50s and 60s is coming knocking at the door. How are you going to retire? And I'm, I don't think from real life experience. I remember my mom was 40-something years old, got laid off, and guess what? They got rid of the job. We had to start all over at 40. Minimum, minimum requirement at 40, yet most jobs require you to at least do 20 years. So just imagine you and your dog on 30 and you just started a new career change. You got 20. When are you going to get tired of that? You better take control of your life. You better stop playing a proactive role in your life and stop waiting around for things just to happen to you like most people do. They wait around for things to happen to them. Come up with the strategy that you're going to use. Stop making up stuff as you go. And you wonder why each year it keeps looking like the same or even worse. Because you're making up, you're pulling stuff out your butt as you go. I did that for years and it does not work. You got to come up with concrete strategies that's going to take your life to the next level. You got to say, this is what I'm going to do. I figured it out. This is it. Here's my strategy. If I'm in business, here's my marketing strategy. This is how I'm going to correct the problem. I'm going to look. I'm going to get the experts around me because I don't know. If you don't know it, you better get around people that do. You better start asking not just the good question but the great question because let me tell you something. Everyone, 
every now and again, even an idiot or a dummy can ask a good question. But when you start asking the great question, the phenomenal question, because the questions you ask are going to determine your lifestyle. There are questions. I just talked to a friend the other day. I said, man, you know, if I can go and ask so-and-so that I had an association with before, if I can go back to him, I would ask him a totally different question. I've had people ask me, man, how do you, how do you get up, you know, and do all this stuff early in the morning, you're performing, and you get ahead of your competition and all that? And, and I'm like, dude, that's, that's a good person, but the work person asked me what time I go to sleep. I can stay up all night because I'm sleeping during the day. According to how my schedule, the base on my schedule, that's how, that's how I work. So you're asking me an asinine question, but I'll tell you whatever you want to hear. And most people, most people, they tell you whatever you want to hear based on what you ask. But ask the right the ones that ask the right questions are the ones that get the right answer. The ones that ask the wrong questions get the wrong answer. Stop asking me. Think about the questions you're going to ask. If you had one of, in one of our masterminds, our masterminds, one of the things that we push constantly is what is your elevator pitch? What are your numbers? Why do we ask those questions? Because guess what? If you can embed that in your brain to know at a drop of a dime, you're in the elevator with the CEO of whatever company, that could change your life. Can you can you get them to set up to give you give the give them your car within fifteen seconds? Without you not necessarily telling them what it is that you do. To get them interested in what you're doing. Not I'm a I write books. Not I I, I sell cigarettes. It has to be deeper than that. The deeper you the, the deeper you dig into something without giving them it, it piques people's interest about you and what it is that you're doing. So think about that. This is your quarter. This is your game. What are you going to do to take your life to the next level? It's your time to make a touchdown. It's your time to come up with strategies that's going to forever change the dynamics of your life in the way in which you think. But it's going to take you to harness that, to take the next level, to believe in yourself, and to take the right action. Take the right actions, the appropriate actions. I always say you are one decision and one action away from success. So what will it be? What decision will you make today? What action will you take today? This is the Motivational King. Don't believe me? Just watch. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoy this show. I hope it touched your life, and I hope you'll be forever transformed by the information that I put here. You can reach us at info at thinkingforwardinc.com. You also can go, uh, if you're looking at getting into our crash course, you can get on our crash course by going to www.passionpurposemindset.com. Man, I love each and every one of you. I may not know you personally, but I know that there's something that's different about you because you are here and you're listening to me. You want something more in life than what you have right now. I was to that place before, and I'm still at that place. I'm still at that station where I just want more out of life. The part of education and personal development, it never stops. you got to constantly keep growing at it. you got to constantly keep going after it. If the people, they keep on going after it, they'll ultimately get success. It doesn't matter if you've been doing it 5, 6, 10, 12, 15, 20 years. Do it until you die. I'm telling you, it will be the best thing you ever do. Pour into yourself more than you ever do anything else. Pour more on yourself than you try to work on your job. Pour more on yourself. Jim Lawrence said this years ago. He said, if you get schooling, 
get formal education, you'll make a living. But if you get the personal development, you pour more into yourself, you'll make a fortune. This is your season. This is your time. Go after it like you've never gone after it. Harness the power. Harness your ability. Believe in yourself more than anyone else believing you. doesn't matter who's on your side or not. Come up with a concrete plan. Put the strategy in play. Run the play and make the touchdown. This is your season, guys. This is the Motivational King, and I'm out. Until next time, I love you. Some of you right now, you want to be, you know what I'm saying, you want to go to the next level. I want a counsel. You know, I want to be an engineer. I want to be a doctor. Listen to me. You can't get to that level. You can't get to the level economically where you want to be until you start investing in your mind. You're not reading books. I'm challenging y'all to go to conferences. I dare you to invest time. I dare you to be alone. I dare you to spend an hour getting to know yourself. When you become who you are, when you become the person that you were created to be, designed to be who you were designed to be, when you become an individual, what you do is you take yourself and you start separating yourself from other people. I tell you to get to a place where people don't like you and don't even bother you no more. Why? Because you're not concerned with trying to make them happy because you're trying to grow up. You're trying to get to the next step. I need you to invest in your mind. Invest in your mind. If you still talk about your dream, if you still talk about your goals, if you have not done anything, just take the first step. That you can make your parents proud, you can make your school proud, you can touch millions of people's lives, and the world will never be the same again because you came this way. Don't let nobody steal your dreams. How you doing, everybody out there? This is DJ Mason Live, and this is Entertainment to Remember. When no event is too small, we cater to all. We professionalizing weddings, graduations, corporate functions, school events, family reunions, and many more. Entertainment to Remember is your premier DJ service located right here in Atlanta, Georgia. Make your next event your best event by going to entertainmenttoremember.com or calling 770-912-8613. Again, 770-912-8613 or visit entertainmenttoremember.com. Thank you for your time and now listen to the motivational speaking of my friend and yours, Brandon Draper.